Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Reach for the Stars from Cyclone's new album, Showtime, available on all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are servants of the new age, the time of prophecy, the time of the ascending sixth sun. We are a platform for alchemists and multidimensional souls. We connect with many planes of reality and assist the awakening journey. We are pure light, transmitters of high vibrational light out into reality. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or you can use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com and include the phone number you'll be using to call the show. All of our podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome, everybody, to CBU. Today, we have Seeking Divinity with Saki Chappell. We are under the influence of the 5-5 portal, a beautiful Elohim Island portal. We have powerful, angelic, galactic energies coming through. The Earth's energies are always at the strongest in Taurus. It's an amazing time to be outside connecting with the earth. It's amazing energies for doing ceremonies, rituals, making magic, healing, praying, and meditating. Taurus is also one of the strongest elements for manifesting and to align with your dreams. You don't have to know how something will happen. Sati invite us to just put our intention out there to the universe and have faith in it and witness the magic working on your behalf. There is literal magic in the air right now. It's raining down dust on us from Haley's Comet right now. The shower, the meteor shower, is also at its peaks yesterday and tomorrow. Sorry, and today. The energies of Hallie's are bringing us light body, astral body activation. And with this, 
we know we are connected to our spiritual destiny for all of us seeking divinity. And thank you for being here. And caller 719, welcome to the show. Is this Sati? Of course it is. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Sati. So relieved you are here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I tuned in a while back, and I was like, do-do-do, listening in. And then I thought, you know, she might not know I'm here. I better text her and say, hey, because <laughs> normally we talk first. So anyway, hello, everybody. Hello, Miss Claudia. Welcome to today. So, so hello. Hello. So happy to, see, to hear from you and to know that you're here with us and bright light that comes to the show every month. Uh-uh. Thank you. Well, actually, I'm really, really here with you because I'm on the East Coast now. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> we are on the same side. That's right. Well, how is everyone feeling on this May the 5th? Now, I am a Star Wars, Star Trek person. God, I'm sure you find that hard to believe. And... um you know, yesterday was May the 4th, be with you, of course. Um, so today the 4th is with, with us, the 4th, the, the divine. Just like Claudia said, it was really fascinating to listen to your intro, Miss Claudia, because I was thinking to myself, <laughs> as usual, you and I have that tendency to really tune into each other right as the, the show is starting, and we tend to kind of pick up on each other and say almost similar things, which always just makes me giggle. It tickles me. It really does. Um, And, you know, talking about Haley's Comet being here and talking about being in this new phase of light um, and having all of those feels come in. I, I, I hope all of you out there listening today are able to feel it because um, it's, it's like just bathing in a waterfall of light. It's, it's really pretty amazing. Um, and, you know, I have to be honest, even as a psychic who is in tune with the cycles of nature and things that people say are happening on the planet, I don't always feel it, you know. The last time we went through the lion's gate, I was like, meh. (laughs) So, you know, if you are not feeling it today, if you're not feeling the feels, don't worry about it. You'll feel another one that is actually something that is really suited to you, your genetic code on the physical, your genetic code on the spiritual level. You'll get it. It doesn't matter. Um, And we always are in tune with that which is most like us. And I'm very connected to Haley's Comet. Haley's Comet started coming around when I was um, pretty young. And, you know, I haven't looked at the cyclic motion for Haley's Comet coming around the Earth. So uh, normally I do that kind of research before a show just so that I don't say something completely and utterly ridiculous. So please forgive me if the last time Haley's Comet came around was 1924. (laughs) I will then say, oh, yeah, that was my last life. 
Um, but anyhow, what I am saying um, is that I am a, still a child and an affectionado. There, there is some sense with me with Haley's comment, and I could swear that in the early 70s it came around, um, which I was alive for that and, and around and, and watching for it. Um, and I'm fairly sure that's a true statement, um, although God knows it could have been a different comment. Anywho, moving right along. It's these cycles that the guides want to kind of have me mention today because, you know, we're in a change of cycle with the spring. We're in a change of cycle on a galactic scale with the arrival of Haley's Comet, with the meteor shower that's happening. You know, with, with these astrological things, they're hallmarks of larger cycles that we are part of. And we may not realize we're part of them, although we really are. And the solar system that we exist in also spins around the galaxy that we live in, the Milky Way. And we're coming into a new cycle there as well. So as you can see, now we're looking at several levels of differing cycles that have come around pretty much all fairly at the same time. And, you know, we talked about that super universal of, you know, where our galaxy, our solar system is within the galaxy, excuse me, and where we are at in our cycle within the solar system, where we are at on a planetary level with spring. And then, of course, there are always cycles within the self. I had a massive realization last night that I was entering into a cycle again, that I experienced in my mid-20s when the universe was working hard. I'm talking hard, people. They were working hard to get my butt up and ready to do psychic readings and trans-channelings and all of the things that I have been doing ever since for the last 33 years. Oh, you long-suffering things. But anyway, um, (laughs) so in the 20s, my 20s, my mid-20s and late 20s, Oh, my God, what a miraculous, amazing time. I was really led everywhere. Everything was a miracle. There were messages and signs and, like, you know, as much as could possibly be my guides <laughs> and, the, and, and the divine were manifest on earth and walking with me. And, and it was a time like no other. And I realized last night that I'm entering into that cycle again. Oh, it just makes my heart sing. Where are you in your cycle? I'm curious, dear listeners. Where are you in your cycles? Are you in what I just actually came out of, which was a really, really hard down cycle? Took me a year and a quarter to pass through that guy. Sometimes we don't want to think of those. I didn't last time around have this cycle on top of that one. There was this long, almost 10-year period between the two. So I have to say, I did something right somewhere that I shortened that time. Have you maybe shortened some of the time between your, your cycles? 
maybe your ups and downs? You know why that would be? Because you're watching, you're learning, you're growing, you're gaining greater wisdom, you're starting to understand, you're putting two and two together, and you're coming up with more than just four. You're coming up with eight and 16 and, you know, more like the cosmic root numbers. You're creating greater mastery over those cycles that may have had you down. Or maybe you're still kind of in them and looking for your way out. Kind of like feeling like you're in that paper bag looking for the exit. You know the one. But, you know, there's always an exit. And the beautiful thing is when you're in a paper bag, boy, it doesn't take much to punch through it. When you are in a harder one where it takes a whole lot to punch through it, seek out help in whatever form you think it will come in and in as many forms as you think it will come in and try to glean as much wisdom and apply it and then move on. At some point, you have to make the decision to move on. And that was one of the things I did with that last year and a quarter cycle that was so hard for me was I decided, okay, I've worked with this enough. I've, I've gone over it in every possible way I could think of. I've asked others ways that they could think of, and I worked it to death, like talk about beating a dead horse. Whew, and it was a zombie horse on top of it. No, no bueno. <laughs> but anyhow, I ended it. Thank you, God, in heaven. It took me probably last six months to walk free of it. And I'm not totally free of it, but I'm better. And you can be too. And then your high cycles come. And again, usually they don't come on top of each other, which is actually a thing of blessing. You know, we, having worked in the yoga field for a really long time, there's a real wisdom around understanding how to bend the spine. And you don't take the spine from an extreme in one direction and then take it to the extreme in the other direction. It doesn't like it very much. It will make you pay. So you want to kind of like create that plateau in the middle and pause for a second, rebalance before you take it to the other extreme or or hopefully maybe those are becoming less and less and you don't need the extremes so much anymore. That too is part of the cyclic pattern that we're all in as humans in what I recently read of as earth sacks, which cracked me up, earth sack. This isn't a human body. It's an earth sack. Oh, my God, that made me laugh so hard when I read it. Because oh, sometimes that's exactly what it feels like. Tied around your neck. Sometimes it's an earth dress. Flowy. You get to spin and it billows out. Chiffon flying everywhere. Oh, you never know, right? For those of you guys, yeah, maybe not so much the dress, but you know what I'm talking about anyway. So that's my message from the guides today. Take a look at what cycle you're in. What was the cycle that came right before it? What was the cycle, or what is, do you think the cycle is that's going to come right after it? If you don't know, you look at your personal history. It'll tell you everything you need to know, all laid out there. Same with U.S. history. 
<laughs> we're definitely in a time where history is repeating itself yet again. Maybe this time we can do it better, though. Maybe you can, too. So try to find the wisdom in the cycle. Let it teach you what it needs to teach you. And then move on when you're ready. When you've worked it enough and you feel like you're done, whether it says you're done or not, be like, yeah, I'm done. We're moving on now. And see what happens. Why not? All right, Miss Claudia, I hope that resonates well with everyone today. We'll find out as we usually do, because usually what <laughs> it is that the guides give, it gets repeated often throughout the whole uh, hour that we're together. So we'll see. But anyhow, that's what I have to say for today. Do you have any questions? Does anybody have any questions on that? You, Claudia, or anybody else? Well, let's see if they do. And this brings our first color, but um, personally, yeah, I've been thinking about those cycles and many of the things that keep repeating in my life. And, you know, all acquaintances are coming back to my life today at this moment. So, And you wonder, why is this person from the past now in my life again? If it's good, it's bad, it doesn't matter. It's just that it keeps repeating, like you said. But let's, let's go to our first caller of the day. This is Mary from North Carolina, and remember, she's a take-my-call um, take user, so she gets to do two questions. Welcome, Mary. Ooh. Hello, Miss Mary. Hi, Sate. I'm so grateful to be connected with you again. We've connected before on this show, and um, I really need to know um, my uh, former partner and love of my life, Joe, uh, I'm, I want to be reconnected with him. I want to be reconciled and together with him again. And I need to know if that is going to happen. I feel strongly that it's got to happen. Well, based on the conversation we've already had, we'll, it's a good possibility, but let's take a look at it, okay? Give me just a half a second. Okay, so, you know, Miss Mary, I am a girl who likes to speak the truth. To me, it is the most important thing in the universe. I cannot serve if I do not speak the truth. And, you know, I'm going to say that um, he does show back up again, but he doesn't show up for life. He's not showing up for um, love in that sense that you are looking for. And I, and I wish I could say more of what you wanted to hear, only, of course, if it was true, only, of course, if it was what I was seeing. Now, what I see is that there's a couple of things. He has recently come back in and it feels to me like in that process it it was so kind of questionable to you like are we reconnecting are we not reconnecting you weren't really sure it kind of seemed like it was really um non-committal non um 
Like there, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, reciprocation is what I want to say. And I feel like he has, you know, a desire for you in some ways and in other ways he has a desire to move on. And he's really kind of looking at all of the things that have been uh, thorns in his side and things that have caused a lot of problem in his life and he's trying to move through them. And I think that he just really at this point kind of wants to get to the other side. And so that's where a lot of his focus is. And it's not so much on love relationship and, you know, time spent in, in, in love. Now I will say this, you have had past lives with him before. You, you've, you've danced this dance before, as they say, and, um, with him multiple times and you know I feel like if we have spoken of him in the past I may have at one point said to you yeah he's definitely coming back into your life but I think that this time it's not going to be on that love level as much as you had wanted because he has to move forward and the two of you kind of get caught in a, in a dance that you've danced too many times before. And the universe wants new for both of you. So while this may be disheartening to hear, I'm going to suggest that you start calling for new, that you ask the universe to show you how beautiful love can be in a new form in a form that you would not have anticipated and then let it show you. That's what I have to say about it. Well, will I see him again? I, 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 I really need to see him again. If, if, if nothing else, just to get closure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in limbo with this. I understand. Well, we, Will we? Will I we, can will totally we be in limbo. I mean, I'm will sorry, we be friends again? Or, you know, will we communicate again? Will we see each other again? Yes, absolutely. I think friendship is definitely in the cards. If I can say it that way, being a psychic, I should say it that way. Um, but um, yeah, definitely, friendship is is on the horizon for you guys, and it's really not that far off. As a matter of fact, it comes this year, and I really want to say it comes this summer, um, which may surprise you. But yeah, definitely, um, it is on the way, and I'm not worried about that at all. That that part is kind of a shoe-in, if I can say it so, so broadly. Um, but, you know, it's the, the gift that you have the opportunity to bring each other this time is the gift of freedom. And I don't know if I can say that in a way other than that, because, I, I mean, I can try to explain it, but... I understand. The two of you tend to be bound together pretty tightly, and friendship is the gift of freedom to begin with. Out of all of our relationships, do you know that it is the one that has the least amount of karma attached to it? It's the one that creates the least amount of karma. 
which is beautiful because a lot of the other ones are not that way. So they're chemically driven, right? So to give that gift of freedom through, you know, a good friendship, even if it doesn't last for a long period of time, would be immeasurable and may do your souls more good than you realize. Because then when you guys do come together as lovers the next time, which is a guarantee, it's just a question of whether it's this lifetime or not, and I don't think it will be. But anyway, when you guys do then come together as lovers again, you already have that freedom as a base. And that's pretty cool. So you think we'll come together again in another lifetime then? Oh, honey, yes. Um, I'm looking at at least 10 more times. Okay. (laughs) Wow. You guys. You guys have some stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel that. So uh, that's, and you said that you think this summer, because that's what I'm feeling very strongly that we're going to reconnect this summer. Oh, Maybe. absolutely. Pretty, I'm pretty soon. To hear otherwise. I'm sorry. What? What did you say? I said absolutely. I would be shocked to hear otherwise. Oh, okay. So I think it's going to be soon that we will reconnect. And do I need to reach out to him or is he going to reach out to me? It's going to be a little bit of both, which is kind of an interesting thing. I think that sometimes timing has everything to do with the thing. You may all of a sudden be like, yeah, I'm just going to write him. We'll see what happens. And he'll be like, yeah, I'm just going to write her. We'll see what happens. And then it just kind of happens at the same time. Um, you know, there, there's, there's a connection that occurs between the two of you, and it looks pretty simultaneous. So I'm going to say I'm, I wouldn't worry about that. Like, put your trust, your faith in being shown when the time is right or feeling when the time is right, and then just go with it. Okay. Okay. All right. So this this is good then. I, I will get to see him again soon, I hope. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And remember, it's all about freedom this time around. So see how much you guys can offer that to each other in how many ways. And thank you so much, Mary, for your question. So with that, let's go to Florida, which is pretty close to where you are, and let's bring Michelle to the show. Hello. Taking my Hi. call. Thank hey. You Thank you so much. I kind of had two questions, if that's okay. Well, we'll see what kind of time they take. Go ahead and give me number one. Okay. Number one is my daughter is pregnant. This is her fourth oh. pregnancy. And her oh. first baby that she had was a twin and she lost it and her grandmother and aunt both had twins so it's real high in the family and the older you get the more chances increase then she had two more so she's got three boys now and so she's hoping for twins but we'll see and so i'm curious if you see her having twins this pregnancy because i don't think she's going to give up until she has twins (laughs) and then the second question is I'm kind of living my life dream to live on a boat, and we bought a fixer-upper, and we've been working on it, and, and we've come quite a ways, but we're, work, we, we're living on a working dock, so they're working all the time there, 
but it's affordable because I live on disability. So I'm just curious. I mean, my husband really want to find someplace a little bit more private and something we can afford. But the problem is that she's a big boat. And um, But I know God's got me this far. You know, he'll find us a place. But I was wondering, what do you see us finding another place um, and, you know, we're at, you know, uh, or when? So any spiritual messages that you see on those two would be awesome. Okay. Um, so your name is Michelle, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and um, just really quick, what's your what's your daughter's name? Uh, Adriana. <clears throat> Adriana. I go by my middle okay. name. Okay, great. No worries. Um, just want to make sure before I look. Hold on one second. Okay. Hello. Yep, it just takes me a second to look. That's all. Um, and I was gathering okay. a couple of bits of information. So, um, yeah. So Adriana is not going to have twins. Um, it's you know, it's it's a single child. Um, so I just wanted to kind of let you know that I believe it's a boy again. So I don't know that she's oh going to get gosh. the girl she's hoping for. <laughs> Um, but oh, my gosh. Um, I just wanted to kind of let you know and, and give you a heads up on that. And let me just quickly look at the boat. Give me a moment. Okay. Oh, my gosh, another boy. <laughs> so, you know, I think that with the money matters that you guys have on your mind, that for now the boat is the better thing to stay with. Um, you need to kind of think along the lines of not being there forever, but being there for a little while. Um, it looks to me like about two years, and then at that point in time, the housing market will be very different from how it is now, and you'll be able to find things that you're looking for with greater affordability. Um, so, you know, I want to say to you, bide your time, enjoy the time on the boat, but it's not where you're going to be forever. And the earliest you would be able to move out will be about two years from now. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, that kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, I love where I'm at. It's just I'm wondering if the owner will move us to a different dock because we're, we're on the work dock, you know. But they got to put in moving some holes. To another dock, moving to another dock is definitely a possibility, um, and that could happen sometime in the next four to six months. So, again, it's biding your time. That was the theme that I was getting one way or the other. But, um, and and that will make it definitely far more bearable. Um, so, and I believe that's, you know, a really, really good high percentage, like 80 85% that that will happen. So that's good odds, right? Yes, that's awesome. Any other spiritual messages? Um, I'm sorry. I didn't get yeah. any at the time. This was really working with the two questions that you gave me. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, oh, it's yeah, yeah. been it's awesome. No it's, it's my first time calling in, and um, I appreciate you giving me those answers. That helps me a lot. Oh, you're so welcome. I just want to make sure that I can answer as many questions as possible for as many people. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much for your understanding. Good luck with everything. Congratulations on the new grandchild, and thank you for calling. 
Thank you, Michelle. And Sati, we actually have some people that are uh, posting their questions because they are birthday girls. Uh, one Ooh. of them is in the UK, so she's posting her question, and it says, I would like guidance about how to expand my healing business so I can help as many people as possible to heal, to wake up spiritually, and coach them about ascension. Her name is Tatiana, her website, Galactic Goddess, so Goddess of Healing, sorry. Well, I love that question. That is always so fun to have somebody ask such a wonderful spiritual question. Um, I love that. The first thing I want to say is that her healing business, she has to remember, is in the hands of the divine. So what that means is that she's not fully in control of her boat, and that's a good thing. That's what it means to be in the hands of the divine is that, you know, uh, somebody else is driving, and we're kind of passengers and doing what we're told, which is, which is, you know, really wonderful in a lot of ways, but doesn't always give us the ability to, to name when things happen or how things happen. And so that's something I really want her to think about. Um, she needs to ground her business a little bit more. Her business and how she approaches it is really high level and wonderful, but it needs to be brought down to earth and be a little bit more energetically grounded. Um, I think that sometimes she thinks to herself that, you know, if it's too grounded, then it won't help with the ascension process. And in actuality, it is the exact opposite. It is through rooting down and pushing off of the earth oftentimes, that we can gain the greatest heights. So, um, you know, that's something that she might want to just kind of play around with the concept of. Going back to the first thing, she may want to then ask the universe how they can, how it can help her to expand to her capacity. And then she's going to have to sit back and realize that wherever that ends up is her capacity for the now. And then after she balances in that space, she should ask, how can I expand my capacity? (laughs) You see how that works? That's how you can expand things and keep things rolling and do so within the universe's framework, especially when the divine is at the helm of your boat and driving it. Um, so hopefully all of that will help her. I'm so thrilled that she uh, sent us that message from the UK. My husband is there all week working, so they're neighbors. <laughs> Thanks so much for the question. So thank you, Tatania. Now, Cornelia from Tennessee is celebrating her very well, and she says, what direction will the Lumina Sleep Mask business go? Are the people that reach out to me to take the business further the ones to do it with? Unfortunately, that first part kind of came out garbled. Can you give me her name again and then the first part of the question, honey? Her her (laughs) name is Cornelia, Cornelia, and she's in Tennessee. And she has a Lumina Sleep Mask business. So 
where will it go? And are the people that are connecting with her the ones to uh, grow the business with? Gotcha. Thank you so much. It looks like they are really, really good for them now. You know, sometimes we take these giant leaps, especially like in business. Sometimes people come into our lives and they help us make giant leaps. And sometimes they help take us to the next step. Sometimes that step is a forward step. Sometimes it's a sideways step. But it's always the right step. Um, Well, not always the right step. Let me rephrase that. When it is divinely driven, it is always the right step. Um, and And in this case, it is. These people were brought to her to help take her the next step. Unfortunately, it's not the giant leap that she's hoping for. Um, All of this is still kind of a learning stage, learning cycle for her, and I think that she needs to give that a little bit more, um, like, reverence or respect that it is is, uh, still in that learning phase. And so from that Point. This next step is like so, so super important and will teach her a whole lot, especially when she puts all of the steps together. It feels to me like somewhere around January, she's going to get to be able to start taking leaps. But until then, she's going to be taking steps. And yes, these people are going to be great and very instrumental in helping her take the next steps. All right. Hope that helps. Thank you, yes. And now we're going to go with our friend, Nuri, and she has a question for you. She's calling from Cuernavaca in Mexico. Hi, Chanti. How are you? Hey, Nuri. I, re- I think I've worked with you before. Your name sounds familiar. Yeah. I'm Claudia, sister. Yeah. The last time we talked, yeah. uh, you told me that I have some luck with my father. And I want to know how I'm healing that part. And the second one is I have been suffering a lot of transformation in myself. And I want to know what methods I have so I can keep on healing. All right. So, again, sometimes these these call-in shows have a little garbling on the phone, and I apologize. Um, So you said... I'm so sorry. Would you just repeat the question again? I apologize, Nuri. Don't worry. The first time, the first one is about my father. I have been healing with him in a situation I have with him, and I want to know if I'm ready to do it in a different way. And the second okay, one great. Let's stop I have been Let's healed. stop there. Okay. Let's, let's hold on and let's look at that first. Give me your father's name, darling. Alexandro. Perfect. Thank you. Well, I'm going to say you guys have been doing a whole lot of healing together, um, a whole lot of work. I want to say to you the choices that he makes and has made and will make as he, you know, moves on in spirit. Um, are maybe not ever going to be the choices that you would make, and that's okay. Um, And, you know, I want to say that uh, there's there's so much growth that you have the opportunity for here 
with him as a person because you're really trying to look at this man and the things he does and doesn't do and the relationship you have in as positive a way as you can. And you're trying to take as much learning from it, trying to get as much learning from it as you possibly can. I have so much respect for that, Nori. I really, really want to say that, that you can, you you will learn a lot and you have healed a lot and you will continue to learn a lot. And I don't think he's always going to be the central figure in your life. And I think that, you know, there's good and bad with that. And, and but I think that what is ultimate is that you will come out feeling at peace and and feeling uh, very grateful uh, for the opportunities that you've had with him. So I see it as a beautiful thing, even though I feel like it has been pretty challenging. Thank you. I really like that answer. And the second one is, in my evolution and my transformation, what, what a message do you have for me? I'm open oh, to I receive the message. I love that. Yay. Well, now, <clears throat> you're going to be like, well, I've heard this one before, but we're going to say it again. Um, clarity is everything. May I have the eyes to see. May I have the ears to hear. May I have the heart to, to decipher wisely. Like that mantra, that is the ultimate clearing mantra. It works on the mind. It works on the emotional body. It works on the spiritual body. It works on the physical. It works on like so many levels. The guides gave me this uh, mantra early in my 20s, and it was one of the best mantras I've ever worked with, ever, 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 ever. It can be a massive guide to life. So I pass that on to you, and, you know, I pass that on to everybody who's listening. But really calling for clarity every day, finding ways to become as clear as possible, um, looking at things from as many different angles as you can, and and then remembering to make a decision afterwards. (laughs) And one decision not 200. Um, It's hard to do when you're looking at everything from all these different angles. That's why I giggle. Um, You know, all of that is part of of really gaining clarity. And I want to say this to you, honey, because your guides really want me to get this part of the message through to you. Your gaining clarity is not just for you. It's for all of the people around you. It's to teach them how to also gain clarity in their lives. And that is a gift that is immense. Like in the United States right now, we could do with a little bit more clarity. So, you know, I mean, to have an entire social group gain in clarity is enormous. So, Miss Nori, please keep doing the good work that you're doing. I know you have a lot of clarity already, but they're asking you to bring in higher amounts. It's to pave the way, darling. Thank you. Thank you, Nuri. Okay, so now we're going to continue. Let's continue in Florida. 
and we're going to bring Karen to the show. Hey, my name is Karen. I'm coming from Bradenton, Florida. And I just want to say that everything that's been touched on so far, like at 100% from, you know, the boat to uh, healing business to clarity of of my own work. But my question relates, I guess it's about Mother's Day um, since that's coming up. And speaking of cycles in the beginning, I've been cycling recently through grief. Again, um, it's always a transformational process, but my mom passed 16 years ago, and uh, a lot has been coming up for me to process grief with her, um, the passing of a dog that formed a foundation that's run 13 years now that I'm dissolving as a nonprofit, so there's grief of another physical death as well as a, you know, a business death, so to speak, and I know this all relates to the new and setting the course for what's new to come in, and so that's really my open-ended question and, and maybe tapping into my mom, whose name is Laura, to give some advice or guidance on this new journey and what's opening up. Great question. Um, I love how you kind of snuck a couple of them in there. That's very creative. <laughs> okay, so your mom, um, I need to say something to you, Miss Karen, and um, I want you to know that it's coming from your guides and it's coming from a place of love, and um, it is, in our opinion, to the best of my knowledge, always what I ask for, which is for your best and highest good. That's the only thing I ever ask to serve is someone's best and highest good. What they're saying is that With your mom, sometimes you get into a cycle where you focus too much upon the death and not the life. Either the life that was or the life that is now for her. Whether we understand that life, that world that they exist in consciously or not, does not necessarily mean it doesn't exist. It makes it harder for us to understand, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't. And all that I can say is that if if someone tends to, on occasion, they miss out on maybe perhaps some of the greater beauty that lies within even the process of death itself and or the process of having moved on from that. Now, Laura does come across to me as having moved on long ago, but it took her a while. And I think that was a fear for you, that she might have been somehow stuck in the process of death or stuck um, and not able to move on. And maybe that's why that cyclical pattern of focusing on the death part came into play but help to hold the space that she is in her happy place help to hold that space within yourself that you know when your time comes you will also be in your happy place um i try to change your perspective with some of that so that you can focus a little bit more on the beauty Please continue with what you were going to say. 
Uh, no, I, I um, align that you are, you're connected and that you're getting this, but from my conscious perspective, I'm very intuitive and clairvoyant. I, I've never felt like she's been held back. I do feel like my emotions and, and you know, I do I do emotional healing and clearing too and so it's always a you know self to raise consciousness of others but I know that I've worked with that and even just today that's been the focus of of that and that you know um we're all connected so that I get but I just it doesn't resonate that I felt like she's been Hauled back. In fact, that's what I was asking is I know that I felt like that's behind me. So my question was, okay, what is this bringing into the new? I don't know if maybe I didn't say that clearly. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Um, I just was giving the message across. Um, energetically, that's what I read as energy. And so it may not be fully in your conscious mind. So it invites taking another look at um, and, you know, I am fine with you not resonating with that. That's not a problem at all. And thank you for being honest. I really appreciate that. Um, and then, you know, the dog and the, the business and everything, it's all geared towards moving on. It's all geared towards moving forward, bringing in new balance, um, new equanimity, new equality. And, you know, you are all about equality in a lot of ways. That's, like, really important to you. Um, and having everything be balanced is also something that's important to you. And so saying this to you kind of feels to me in some ways like I am repeating something that you already understand. But that's what I'm getting is that's the new that you're moving into. And it can be that you are helping to um, bring that to others, but also to bring it to your life in a new way that has never been before. Um, mm -hmm. Because it feels to me like your life is about to take a great change and a, and a very promising change, but a very large change. And that's part of why a lot of this is all passing away to make room for the new. Wonderful. <laughs> Well, thank you. I know my, my question was pretty broad, so <laughs> you, you, did, you brought it to very uh, specific, I, I guess, as it could be. So thank you. I do appreciate that. You're very welcome. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend, honey. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Okay, so now let's go to Ohio and let's bring Desmond. Hello? How you doing? Hi, Desmond. Hey, what's going on? Uh, my question was, uh, do you see uh, me and my friend uh, Robin getting closer? Because she's, uh, she got this big wall up. Like she, she want to make a step forward, but she's been hurting in the past, and just got a relationship like, like about a year ago. So it's like everything lined up. She feel everything's lined up, but she don't want to get hurt. So she's kind of like back and forth, like. You know, got a big wall up. So, um, well, I really like her. <laughs> I really like her energy in your life. I like the two of you together. I mean, I really do. I have to. I I need to start off by saying that. And then I need to say to you that no, she's just not ready. She um, 
she feels like she is still trapped by her past. And, and the word trapped is really what I want to focus on here for just a moment because she feels like as, as like she just cannot still see a way out. Even though she is out of that relationship, she still feels like she's trapped by it. And, you know, that makes me sad for her. Um, but I also want to say that it's, going to get better and it's going to get better here sooner rather than later, which is great. Give her a couple of months more to really kind of work through this. You know, hold the space for that. In other words, see her in your mind's eye as finding freedom from that old energy, that old relationship, um, and keep that Hold that space for her so that she would be free to choose. She might not choose you. She might choose somebody else, but it doesn't matter as long as she is happy. Now, I say that. That sounds really easy to say, and it is really easy to say. It's not always easy to hear, and it's not always easy to hold the space for that. But sometimes when we give people that greatest gift of love, they turn around and they see us for who we really are, and they fall in love even harder because that love is so much of what they realized they always wanted and never had. And boy, does that sum her up, right? Okay, right. Yeah. So, you know, give her some time. I, I do see love between the two of you, and I think that you're doing a wonderful job being a great friend to her. I'm asking you to go this extra step because... I think that it's going to produce more than you realize on the benefit for everybody and her included. Um, but, you know, I, I love the idea of the two of you together, so I'm going to pull for that. And now let's go for our last caller of the day. This is in Massachusetts. And is this... Kira or Kira? I'm sorry. So I my don't know is, what my I name wrote. is. Yeah, my name is Kira. My name is Kira. Kira. Hi. Kira. Hi, Kira. Hi. Hi. I just have I have two questions. I don't know if I can I can get two in, but I just had to. The first one was, um, I'm. Do you see me getting my businesses off the ground? It's been a challenge. Okay. What's the second? And then my second one is about me physically relocating either to another state or outside of the country to live permanently. Okay. And tell me what state you're in again, please. I'm in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay. All right. Let me look. Mm. So your business stuff has been a struggle. I'm sorry for that. Um, Thank you. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to continue to be a struggle. I I would really love to talk to you off of the show so that we can look at why it's such a struggle and what we can do. And you know, I'm willing to offer you know a discount to help you out with that. But what I'm what I'm unfortunately seeing is that there is this energy of struggle woven within the energy of launching the business. 
Yeah. And that's a problem because that means that every time you try to launch, you're also launching struggle, not just the business. And that creates all kinds of craziness. Yeah. So what needs to happen is we need to figure out where that struggle, like how that struggle has come into being and how we can unwind it in order to have the businesses launch free and clear of that um, and, and unweave those two together. Otherwise, the only other way to do it is to try to launch something else. And I know that's going to take even more of your time and your energy, and you're kind of already at wit's end with it. So I'm, like, not feeling very confident on that last one. So that's why I'm saying, you know, Let's talk. Let's let's try to figure out what we can do here um, and talk and, and work this out. As far as moving goes, boy, you got a whole lot of opportunities for moving coming up. Um, you could move out of uh, Massachusetts in as few as ten months if you wanted. Um, if you wanted to like dump the businesses and run, you could do it in ten weeks. But that might be a little too crazy for your head to handle. Your mind might be, might go what? Um, but yeah, definitely you could do that in 10 months actually is super fast. Uh, 10 weeks is absolutely ridiculously fast. As far as moving out of the country goes, it would be quite a long way down the road. I do see possibility of that. And what I like to do when I come to this place is say to somebody like on a percentage basis. Um, so, you know, 65 to 70% that you could move out of the country um, and start anew. When I say it's down the road, I'm looking at a time frame of probably five or six years at the very earliest. Um, and, you know, more likely like eight or ten. So, you know, that that's enough of a ways away to why you have that 65 to 70 percentile um, possibility of having it happen. Um, you know, as you get closer to it, then it shows more or less depending on, on whether the energy turns. But, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunity that will be coming for that. And my suggestion to you is to really do your homework. Like, try to to get with magazines or companies that specialize in helping uh, people move overseas out of the United States <clears throat> so you can get, you know, low prices in good areas um, with lots of security uh, going forward <clears throat> and then see if we can't maybe accelerate this path a little bit. Okay. I feel like, I feel like almost for the businesses, I mean, the the biggest thing with, with launch, and you're right, the biggest thing is, is money, right? Um, but the other thing is because of the nature of the businesses, I could potentially do those like anyway. Because it's not, they're not such a moment. Did, did you hear me? No, you, you went away. Um, you okay. said it was. I said with, with, the, with the businesses. With the businesses, the, the biggest thing is money, right, and getting them off the ground to launch. But they're also not brick and mortar yet. So I could essentially start those up anywhere. Right. So, you know, I understand what you're saying, and I'm going to look at that for you. Um, 
Until you unravel that energy of struggle that is in it and the money is a byproduct, a result of that energy of struggle that is already interwoven into the launching, it doesn't really matter where you take it. It's going to be the same situation, different day, right? So that's why I'm saying to you it's really super important for you to find a way to figure out where and what this struggle is that was interwoven in and then remove it so that you can be free to either start it up here or to start it up where you wish, right? Right. Patty, I have a question about that. And just to finish the thought, if remember at the beginning we were talking about how we are all in a new cycle so in this matter, she should look also on this cycle that is finishing and opening up. So in terms of business-wise, when you are starting a new cycle and you want to go back to see where you had that same cycle before, how do you do that? How do you, is that you just, like, how do you do that so it's clear uh, find the cycle? Oh, that's a great question. Really fabulous. Thank you for asking. And may I say for our last caller, this is definitely cyclical for her. Um, Although this is the biggest energy, the biggest cycle of struggle energy woven in that she's had to deal with. So I'm just going to say that. So if she's still listening, she gets that extra little nugget there. I want to also say to you um, that, you know, we are in a, we are entering a new cycle in some ways, but some of us are also entering into old cycles. Like, that's the nature of a cycle, right? If you, if you remember, like, in America when I was a kid, I used to put the, the take the clothespin and the playing card, <clears throat> and I'd stick that on my bicycle spoke. And every time that playing card would hit up against metal in, on my bicycle, it would make a noise, right? So then it kind of made this motor noise, which was always really cool when you're a kid, right? So you're riding along on your bike and you're hearing That playing card is the entry onto a given cycle. And every time it hits against the metal in this example, you're entering into that cycle again. And sometimes you enter onto the same cycle faster or slower depending on what you learned and gained from it or what you didn't learn and gain from it in the past, right? So that's how the past kind of sets us up for history to repeat itself. Answering your question is what I just said, history repeating itself. Maybe you're the type of person that creates the same cycle and you don't know it because you keep choosing Mary and Jane and Veronica and they're all shrews. They're all mean. They're all like heartless women. But you just keep thinking, oh, you know, it's just I'm bad at relationships. Well, no, if you look at those three people, they're very similar. How are they similar? That's 
what's going to show you the cycle. And I used people because sometimes it's really easy for people to, to see that kind of a thing because they can recognize, oh, yeah, that person, they're just mean-hearted. They are so um, uh, bashing. They bash people all of the time. Let's use that, right? So then that's something they can recognize in all three of those people I gave examples of. Could be John, Joe, or Bobby. It doesn't matter. The point I'm making is that in life experiences, there's always that element of sameness when you are doing a pattern over again, when you're repeating a cycle. There's always that element of sameness. So our job is to come to recognize that element of similarity so that we can change that. It will not change. You will have history repeat itself ad nauseum until such time as you do recognize that element. And some of you out there are saying, but I have looked, I do recognize, and I understand, you know, what that cycle was all about, but it's still happening. And what I'm going to say to those people is, if it's still happening, yes, you're seeing similarities, but not the one. Pinpointing the main element that is the cog in the wheel, like with our last caller, or that is what is causing the, the cycle to repeat itself, takes practice. It takes experience. It takes kind of weeding through things, right? When you're weeding through things, you're going, oh, here's a whole field of dandelions. Yay, they all look the same. And then you get look a little closer and you're like, oh, wait, no, some of these dandelions have bent stems. And then you look a little closer and you're like, oh, well, some of these dandelions aren't rooted very well. And then you look a little closer and you're like, oh, well, some of these roots are damaged. They're ill or unhealthy or they, they've been uprooted or, you know, right? So the point I'm making here is that each time you look a little closer, you get a little closer to the root of the problem. You get a little closer to the actual essence or the element that is causing the cycle to repeat. And that's when the miracles happen. That's when you're able to create fast, 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 fast change. And you can take a cycle of learning that might usually span 10 years and do it in 10 months. I'm not joking. So and especially we use the energy that today, right? Because now now is the time that if we are willing and wanting, we can actually use the energies that are assisting us right now into moving faster Ab and wiser. Absolutely. And you know, I need to say faster is not always better. Mert. What is better is thoroughness, right? Being meticulous and being sure that you have gotten everything. So, you know, I mean, this is kind of like cancer in that sense of you want to get nice clean edges and not just get the center of the tumor out, right? So that you don't have to repeat it again. That's the name of the game. That's why you want to look so closely, right? But the other thing is you're absolutely right. You can use these energies that we have today, for example, to help with that process. And that mantra that I gave earlier, may I have the eyes to see? 
May I have the ears to hear? May I have the heart to decipher wisely? I cannot tell you the miracles that brings. I really encourage everybody to use that as much as possible. And that will also take these energies that we're working on today, that we are gaining today, and use them in the right way. So it's kind of a double bonus. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Well, so with that, we're going to finish today's show. And we want to wish everyone that is listening, that will listen, a happy Mother's Day. And enjoy it with your family, with or without the ones that are out and in the other side. Bring them to your heart on these days and just have joy, joy in your life. And thank you, Sadie, for being here with us. Thank you so much for hosting me again, Miss Claudia. It's always such a pleasure. Happiness to everyone out there. Um, have a wonderful Mother's Day. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.